0: What's the matter? You don't like to be faced with your demons? If you want mercy, you're gonna have to ask me for it. (laughs) I don't want mercy. I want revenge. I want you to suffer the same way that I've suffered. Hi, my name is Becky B, and this is episode 21 of the Concentrated Grounder cast, 5-minute commentary on the CW's 100. This is my review of episode 312, Demons. While this episode was billed as the horror episode of the season, and it did have some of those aspects, I think what I liked about it the most is that we got to see our group of 100 working together as a team again, and Clark and Bellamy were back to being the mom and dad, and they were all given a little time to grieve. But let's start with the Polis storyline. It was great to see Amory again, and I was surprised by the reveal that she was chipped at the end, it explained why Amory was so interested in Titus's temple and goes to prove that Ally One has raised her game again. Remember in the beginning when chipped people had a dopey spaced out look? Well, not anymore. And I assume this change is because Allie has found a way to control people rather than just influencing them as she did in the beginning. Jaha helping Ali overcome free will has had huge consequences way beyond Raven. I feel bad for Murphy, though. He's being used again. I wasn't surprised to see that Phase 2, referenced by Abby a couple episodes ago, meant Polis and chipping grounders. I imagine that the Arkers have been chipping people all along the way to Polis, which is perhaps how they got Amori in the first place. It's a good thing that this incredible tack is so easily and quickly replicated because manufacturing that many thousands of chips in any realistic sort of way would totally slow the plot down. The good news is that Antari being chipped basically ends her cruel reign, which is okay with me as I've not been a big fan of the character. The Arcadia plotline was basically just filler, but it had some really satisfying moments. Highlights for me were the gang watching out for each other as they drove into Arcadia, Clark's fabulous grounder jacket, Sinclair's passionate begging for Raven to get back in the jeep, and Emerson's madman portrayal. Toby Levin showed us back in episode six what a great actor he was, and he brought that again to this episode. He took a part that could have been very flat, and he made it very relatable and multifaceted. Those were the highlights for me. On the whole, I wasn't a big fan of this storyline. I thought it all very generic and predictable, like a hundred B-horror movies I'd seen before. And while I liked the twist of the Alley 2 chip killing Emerson, it was really just a matter of how Clark would succeed, and there was never really a threat that she wouldn't. It was satisfying to see the hundred kids get a chance to grieve for once. Marie Avergopoulos totally brought her A-game as Octavia, And again, I think that the quality of actors in this show is outstanding. Week after week, I'm just blown away. Finally, I was sorry to see Sinclair go. Rest in peace, Sinclair. I was fond of you. As if Raven hadn't lost enough already. It just makes me want to take all the kids into one big group hug. But it looks like there won't be too much time for hugging because I was able to finally catch the preview for next week's episode today. This has been Becky B. for the Concentrated GrounderCast. Thanks for listening. You can catch me on Twitter or Tumblr at GrounderCast.